listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Danica Ellis. This is episode 424.5, and today I'm going to talk about two sapphic speculative books. These are both books I've been waiting a whole year to get to talk about on All the Backlist. A little peek behind the curtain, I always panic about picking books to talk about on All the Backlist when it's my turn. There's just something about being told, recommend two books. They just can't be new books. That's all of the parameters. It feels impossible, especially when we're trying not to repeat ourselves, because it's too open-ended. I start overthinking what sort of theme I want to have and which of my favorite books to mention. And somehow I always think about books I have already talked about. I get to in my head. So this time, I decided to go a very simple route and just look back at what I was reading about a year ago, since those books are no longer front list. And this was the easiest selection of my whole time doing all the backlist. I really have to start doing this again and stop doing whatever strange formulas were running through my brain previously, because I, it turns out, read some very good books in the summer of 2022, and they somehow haven't been talked about on a backlist episode before. I guess some of them have only just gotten to be backlist, so that would explain it. One of them I did talk about on the regular All the Books when it first came out, but if you can perfectly remember a podcast you listened to one year ago, I don't have any sympathy for you. I'm sorry, that sounds incredible. I wish I had that memory. And even if you do, this can just be a reminder that you really should check this book out. Both of these also happen to be sapphic speculative books, which I didn't notice until I'd already chosen them. So let's jump into two of the books I was reading this time last year and why you should read them too. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. First up is a book called Buffalo is the New Buffalo, stories by Chelsea Vowell. This is a collection of Métis futurism stories, and if you don't understand the title, it comes from this concept that education is the new buffalo, and Chelsea Vowell kind of turns that around and instead imagines how Métis worldviews have survived colonialism in the past and the present, and how they can influence the future and kind of rejects this notion that buffalo and tradition is in the past. This one I find a little bit intimidating to talk about because it is brilliant and I don't have all of the background as a white reader to be able to kind of do it justice, but I absolutely loved it. Indigenous futurism comes from Afrofuturism or is inspired by it in some ways. And this is specifically Metis futurism because 
Val talks about the specificity of that and how indigenous cultures and communities are incredibly diverse. These stories include sci-fi, fantasy, but also historical fiction, alternative histories. One of my favorite things about this collection is that the stories include footnotes, and they're each followed by an essay explaining Vowell's thought process behind them. So a quote from the book is, These explorations expand this work beyond creative writing. I'm imagining otherwise in order to find a way to act otherwise. And the book really invites readers into that and to imagine the world differently and to act in that way. The footnotes also explain which elements of these stories are inspired by real life. And as promised, a lot of these stories are queer, especially sapphic, and I absolutely loved them. They're all very different. Like I said, some of them are alternative history, some of them are sci-fi, but all of them were really fun to read. In one of them, there's this queer indigenous feminist collective who co-parent a kid together. And there is one about a woman who is a literal fox. And it is kind of a love story. A lot of these have this element of sort of thought experiments In one, buffalo are returned to the plains all at once with herds crashing through Ikea walls. Another one takes this idea of Métis people as a forgotten people to create this Métis superhero who is instantly forgotten by anyone who isn't family and uses that to sabotage colonialist projects because he can't really be caught because no one remembers that he was there. There's this story about kids who are implanted with nanites that translate all language input into Cree so that they are first language Cree speakers and will be able to keep the language alive regardless of whether there are any native Cree speakers around them. But it also means that they will never be able to learn any other language. It is such a fascinating concept. And the one that I think will generate the most discussion is one in which most of the population on Earth is hibernating because the world is so messed up and damaged that we're basically waiting it out until it's able to heal somehow. But there is this crew of people who have to maintain the systems and what ends up happening is that most of those people are indigenous and they are paid with their land back to some extent. And there are opportunities for revenge. There are discussions about whether everyone who is hibernating should wake up and who that should be and who gets to make that decision. And it was just something that I wished I had been reading with someone else so that we could talk about it. But uh, maybe bring this to your book club with some trepidation, knowing that I think people would have some arguments over this story. So overall, I just think this is such a thought-provoking, really fascinating collection of stories. Val is the co-host of the podcast Métis in Space and the co-founder of the Métis in Space Land Trust and is generally doing really interesting things.
So that is Buffalo is the New Buffalo by Chelsea Vowell. The other book I wanted to recommend is a novella called Spear by Nicola Griffith. And the first book I read by Nicola Griffith was Hilled, which is huge. It is a 560-page book, the first book in a trilogy, really dense, highly researched book. It, it was amazing, but it also was difficult. So even though this is a little, little tiny novella, I was intimidated going into it. And then I was immediately hit with the wall of Welsh people and place names I'd never seen before. Vocabulary I wasn't familiar with. It was a little bit of a, a hurdle right at the beginning. But then it was so, so worth it. I adored this book. It is a retelling of the Arthur legends, except it is queer, it's sapphic, and it is absolutely beautiful. It follows a woman who is raised in isolation, in nature, and who disguises herself as a man and decides that she is destined to become a knight. And this is a very lofty goal for her because she has nothing. But she really fights her way to this dream. She also has this synergistic relationship with nature that is almost a superpower. I thought the whole book was really interesting, but especially the latter half where we start to get a look into King Arthur's court or King Artos. I don't know if I am pronouncing that right. And then it definitely gets a lot more queer at that point. So that's always a fun bonus. This is one of the few books that made me gasp out loud while I was reading it. So we'll say that. And even though it is not until the later part of the book, there's just absolutely a beautiful love story in here that warmed my heart. It feels like such a classic in some senses. It just really feels like it should be right beside the most well-known versions of the Arthur legends. It has this timeless quality to it. And kind of like Buffalo is a New Buffalo, I really enjoyed reading the afterword where Nicola Griffith talks about her substantial research and why she chose to this, tell this story the way she does with the queer twist, of course. There are also a handful of gorgeous illustrations in this, so definitely check that out. It is a quick read, but it is one that has really stayed with me. It is so beautiful, and now I have to read everything she writes. That's it for me this time. I want to remind you about our tailored book recommendation service. If you want to escape the dog days of summer with a perfect book recommendation, you should try tailored book recommendations. Let us pick some awesome books to keep you entertained, grab some lemonade, and enjoy a book through TBR. There are plans for all budgets, and if you are listening to my All the Backlist episode, you might know that I read a million queer books, and you might too, so I highly recommend TBR for that. You can ask for the most obscure queer book recommendations, or non-queer if that's your flavor, and 
you will be matched up with a book you will love. There is so much experience, so much reading that has happened across all of the recommenders. There are bibliologists. So check out tailored book recommendations this summer. Thank you so much to our sponsor. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We sincerely appreciate your review and they help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, you can do that at lesbrary.com. That's L-E-S-B-R-A-R-Y.com for my sapphic book blog. Or you can also check out my newsletter through Book Riot, Our Queerish Shelves. And you can also sadly find me on Twitter, Danica Ellis. That's all one word with a K. And in the meantime, happy reading. Happy reading.